takes a deep breath and um, produces a flask from inside of his his coat. Takes a swig. He, he sighs and he um, kind of tidies up the the papers that he's got all over his desk and puts them in a drawer and locks it. He goes, "Well, let's get back in there, I suppose." And um, yep, yeah, I guess y'all start heading back to the mansion. Oh well, good. That means they haven't caused enough of a commotion yet. That <laughs> there hasn't been a gunshot yet. Bang. Yet <laughs> it would have to be a big gunshot for us to hear it, <laughs> or you know, break a window outside or something. You are hearing frantic bird calls from somewhere, though. <laughs> Okay, so Fang, when you when you make it into this little side room, uh, it looks a lot like the one y'all came into the second floor on. Okay. Uh, it's made up for guests. It's you know it's got sheets over all the furniture. There's a, a window leading out to a little balcony. Um, there's another one kind of slightly further down the wall. Uh, aside from that and the door you came in, there's not a whole hell of a lot in this room. Uh, yeah, I would uh, try to open the window and get out onto the balcony and start making my way around the building towards the towards whatever's behind those big fancy doors. Okay. Um, is your goal to make it up to the third floor by doing all this? Um, my goal is to make it behind those doors. Okay. Um, or at least to a window to where I can look in and see what's there. Because like I said, we don't really have a good idea where this guy is yet. So, um, I want to get an, I want to get eyes into that room, basically. Okay. Um, let me let me draw a quick. Diagram of this place. This little explosion thing on the side of the building is where y'all broke in on the second floor. Uh, we've got a red circle here by these stairs. That's where the fracas is going down. Um, and I think when you lead, when you get out uh, onto the balconies, they kind of there's a few of them, and they they don't go all the way, like back to the back of the building. Um, it seems like they sort of uh, stop. Okay. Oh shit! Hold on. Um. So you, in order to get to the third floor from where you are, it would have to be like a diagonal sort of uh, ascent. Okay. If you want to give that a shot. Yeah, that seems fine. I will uh, Spider-Man my way around the outside of the building. What's the worst that could happen, right? Yeah. I could be inside getting beat up by a rage-essenced guard while two other guards fill me full of bullets. The other option. Uh, You look upstairs and you see Frank climb out a window. Okay, so if you're trying to climb out and up, 
um, this is going to be some sort of role to do so successfully. Seems fair. That seems fair. I mean, both the running and jumping and the doing it without getting spotted early all seems like prowl to me, yeah? Um, yeah, I think so. Unseen, traverse obstacles, climb, yep. It seems like a prowl to me. Okay. Um, if I go in for some climbing supplies, can I, like grappling hook my way around a little bit and make things suck slightly less? Uh, climbing gear will make this not a um, almost no chance of success. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go ahead and select that then. Yay! Um, yeah, I think climbing gear might get you to Limited to standard, maybe. Okay. Okay. So, I have a question for you, Miss okay. GM person. Uh, not to be trifled with, you push yourself, you can perform a feat of physical force that verges on the superhuman. Can I just, like, upper body strength catapult myself up this building, basically? Can I, like, gorilla, like, King Kong, like, Slam jump, slam jump up the building to yeah. to to do it as quickly as possible, basically. Uh, I think I think if you were to use that, that would probably bump you up to great. Okay, I will go ahead and do that then. Yeah. I see that as like assassin's creed almost where it's like you've got just your fingers in this wall mm -hmm. and you somehow lift yourself 15 feet in the air with one you know exactly lunge shoot up somehow instead of just like slowly crawling as in a sense all right uh what's my position here huh um that is a Good question. I think it's risky. Like, you're not, you know, staring down the barrel of a gun and doing this. So, like, while there is the understanding of consequences, like, I don't think they're immediately hanging overhead. Okay. Four, four, three. Um, okay, so I think what happens is... Uh, you fling yourself up to the third floor. You catch onto this balcony. You pull yourself up. Um, and you come face to face with three people. Um, one of them is uh, a young, a young girl. She's probably like seven or eight, you would say. Um, and she's looking up at this, the, you know, just looking up at the sky. Um, next to her is presumably her mom. Um, and she is on the shoulders of the third person, who is her dad, who is the governor. And I th think mom and dad realize you're there at about the same time. Uh girl still has eyes turned upwards to the heavens. 
Okay. Do I still have my climbing rope? I... Yeah. Okay. You've got, like, the rope and grappling hook, you know, on the end. Okay. Yeah. Seems fine. So, uh... Yeah, I'm just gonna try to wrap it around Dad's neck, knock the girl off, and throw him over the side of the building. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, sure. Okay, I think this is gonna be desperate. Okay, I'm into that. Um, obviously gonna be a skirmish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like the governor's a pretty, uh, pretty like sizable guy, like with not with uh like height and and just kind of stature in general. He's um. He's, you know, he's gonna be hard to do all of this too. Okay. Um, so it's probably gonna be limited. Okay. Okay. Um, what if I am superhumanly strong? That will make it easier, probably. Okay. Um, I would like to request a proposal for a devil's bargain. Um, huh. Um, oh, um, okay. Uh, the proposal you will get for the devil's bargain is, um, something is on the balcony with a message for you. This is before or after I attempt to throw this dude from the window. Um, I think you will realize it, like, right after. Okay. That seems fine. That seems okay. fine. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna use not quite my last amount of, uh... Well, so Devil's Bargain acts are like I push myself, so I don't get to push myself? Correct. Is that correct? It's, okay. it's push or accept Devil's Bargain. Um, Desperate. We're going to mark that XP. Um, submit. So, if I am superhumanly strong, let's say, what's my effect then? I mean, superhumanly strong, I think, will make it probably great. Okay. Um, bonus dice is one. Okay, come on, baby. Let's do this. Five, one, four. Okay, I'll take a five. I'll take a five. Okay. Did you take the bargain? I did, yes. Sorry. Okay, okay. Should have made fine. that clearer. That's fine. This will work well with the... Um, the uh, side effect that's going to happen. So this guy goes sailing over the edge. You hear the um, kind of that gross, meaty snap as uh, you know the rope around his neck does the thing it's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. um, 
and yeah, about that time, uh, there is like a sharp intake of air from this lady who's right about to scream as she tries to catch her kid in midair, and they just sort of stop for a second, and um, you you see on the balcony. It's this thing that looks kind of like a raven. If a raven, um, its bottom half was like tentacles and teeth. So like barely like a raven at all, actually. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's a feathered octopus or like. Yeah, yeah, like a feathery octopus. An octopus with wings. Okay, there we go. Good, yeah. We got, we got there. We got there. Yeah, it's just, it's in this this voice, and it's like, the plan has changed. We want the woman and the girl, too. And then this thing climbs onto the rope and, like, slides down it and into this guy's dead mouth and disappears. Okay. Okay. Um, great. Uh... Does time start again? Yeah, um, the woman is is like finishing her her to scream, and she's trying to catch uh, her girl, who's kind of like not going over the balcony's edge, but like oh, off to the side, to where it's like, oh shit, she's gonna hurt her head. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this balcony I, is this. Does this look over the courtyard or like the river outside? Like what's under us here um let me see so there's the front of the building this goes this way that's the back of the building it's back to the front of the building uh this might be the front of the governor's mansion okay he may be just kind of hanging over the front door now great <laughs> like that's more disturbing somehow than the other one like <laughs> kill the kid <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh yeah so i think i am uh i have no idea what our exit strategy was or currently is because things be fucked um but there's no way in hell i'm giving them the kid and and the woman i don't know what the i don't know about the woman i'm definitely not giving them the kid uh yeah, no, I will, uh, if she's screaming at this point, does, does the kid land safely? Because I will absolutely resist the kid getting hurt on the way down. Uh, the kid lands on her back and, like, gets the wind knocked out of her. That's acceptable. So there's that, you know, that sound where you're like, and then you could hear the kid trying to, like, gasp but yeah like it doesn't the, the, seem like I there's any lasting the damage right now thing right yeah. yeah um okay uh and i'm relatively confident that the the big governor dude is actually like spine snapped and or juicy bits are all mingling inside there was a crack and i mean also now he ate an octopus great yeah. um so I am going to cut the rope. Okay. And then scramble onto the roof and hope for the best. Okay, are you... I'm not taking him with me. I'm letting him fall. Okay, okay. 
I was like, are you going to Spider-Man up there with a grown-ass man? That would be amazing. I'm going to put the rope in my teeth and then, like, claw. Yeah, no, I'm going to, if I'm relatively sure this guy's a goner, I'm going to cut the rope, let him fall, sort of hope that maybe somebody can do something about that octopus thing before it figures out I'm not cooperating, uh, and then, like, jump on, like, climb to the roof and find some other way out of here. Okay. From the roof, you can see the fountain about, uh, well, you know, it's, it's kind of off to one side of the house through all the buildings and stuff. So, like, you can maybe bank a run for it if you want, once you figure out how to get down. Exactly. But, um, yeah, so, uh, Blue, I think you're heading towards the front door, and you... You hear a snap, and like as y'all go to check it out, the body of the governor just thuds against the ground, like on the steps in front of the mansion. The go- uh, okay, is it still recognizable as the governor? Yes. It um, it looks like he died eating a weird something. He was allergic to calamari. Some weird wispy tentacle. Well, I think probably just like freezing in place and standing, you know, looking down, looking up, looking down again. Okay. L- looking over to um the guy um you know, saying, you know, I was not hired to investigate this. <laughs> This is going to be extra. You know, just like, you know, this is just it, 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 it like, you know, it like the, the way of like, you know, like, you know, well, you know, are just in the tone of, you know, now, now we got to deal with this and this is, nope, this is, this is not good. <laughs> well, maybe if you hadn't taken me to the gatehouse, I could have stopped this from happening. So for those of you inside, uh, you know that Bruce is is completely flipping his shit and, and trying to stab stuff. Um, and one of the guards comes down from up the stairs and uh, like he's put his pistol away and he's got his rifle and he just kind of runs and charges right into Bruce with a bayonet and of his rifle and uh, like with enough speed to like pin him into the wall kinda Uh, and then he 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 reaches into his jacket he pulls out some sort of like medallion on a chain and then he he does like this weird thing where he whistles and it sounds like three different people whistling at slightly different notes somehow. And um, then you hear a bunch of gunfire start to erupt around the governor's mansion. And yeah, one of the one of the guys right before um, like he runs up the stairs, you could see he's got this. It It's like a... It's either a snake wrapped around an eyeball or coming out of an eyeball or something. It's really hard to, you know, make out as this guy's running up to you. Um, but 
uh, yeah, he he comes up to uh, Weaver and Riley and he says, now might be a good time to get out of here. Your part of this is done. Understood. I'll just collect my towels and leave. <laughs> I'll just leave. And um, Fang, there's there's a bunch of gunfire breaking out all over the place. If it doesn't seem to be aimed at me, that's fine. Yeah. What are you going to do now that you're on the roof? Well, is there any way to get to the wall from the roof? There's probably like a gutter or something you can try and, you know, hang on to and swing yourself to a balcony, maybe? Yeah, well, I mean like the wall of the fort, right? Oh, oh, he sorry. He wants a crosswalk. <laughs> yeah. No, there, there's probably like... There's probably like a couple hundred feet between like the walls and the the mansion shit well um yeah i would be then finding a way to low-key descend uh the side of the governor's mansion okay uh and then low-key cross to somewhere i can low-key leave okay um it seems like a weird person you know humming Mission Impossible music to themselves as they make their way out of here uh, wearing servants' clothes is not the top of anybody's priority list right now. And 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 Blue, do you do you stay to help out or are you what are you what are you doing? Um I I think I wait a little bit um because I was walking with this guy and everything, but I think there's gonna be enough chaos that I'll find a moment to slip away without yeah too much problem yep i think it 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 might take a few minutes or you know a a little bit of patience but um yeah you make your way out and uh the coming like days and stuff are uh a little rough because there's basically like a redcoats versus redcoats with weird amulets battle going on kind of all over town um and it seems like there's like it, it's not just in the redcoats after a little while it's the bluecoats are having the same thing go on where like it seems like there's two factions inside of them that are uh kind of ripping each other apart and yeah, the town the town's kind of going through some stuff right now. So I think that's where we're going to end this season. And if and when we pick it back up, we'll figure out how long in the future it is from now and how fucked things are. But my towels are safe, right? Uh, except for that one. Okay. And then, well, the one he ripped and then the one he stabbed. Also, those weren't your towels to begin with. Those were just towels. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are my is, towels. Is, is Mike, Riley Mike this protective them. of just towels? <laughs> I guess let's do... Uh, let's do XP stuff and then call it. All right. Uh, let's start with the crew. Uh, when you play the River of Blood, you earn XP when you successfully foment, murder, or overthrow. I, I I would make the case we did some of that, yes. You did murder. Bro overthrew, or Fang overthrew, definitely. 
you did overthrow and then literally yeah and then now there is like an echo factions rising up to murder each other so i feel like there's some sort of fomentation happening here so that's that's a i'm gonna give you two for that one great uh contend with challenges above your current station uh weird vampire shit um strange undercover factions and the governor is another two uh see so y'all y'all get an advancement Woo-hoo! Woo. Uh, bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one uh you got honorable and bloody and uh, those sound correct are your current ones I feel like Fang sparing the family counts as honorable. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I feel like Fang throwing a person to their death counts as bloody. <laughs> yep. So you have Fang playing both sides of your reputation here. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> Goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of the crew. We needlessly split up. We made things overcomplicated. <laughs> we, we got in towels. fights we didn't need to have, and then we suddenly pulled it off at the end out of nowhere. I feel like and towels and, and towels. towels. Yes, that's all three for us. The towels. Yeah, Na- yeah. <laughs> all right. Well done there, um, Riley. Let's go through your XP. Every single one of our jobs is like we're definitely failing them until we're not. Every single one. I like that. Under your notes section, you put trauma, and then in all caps, towels. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the notes. Aaron, check out my heritage and background. Towels. <laughs> in my background. More towels. He played to everything this session. So much XP. <laughs> I hate it. Okay. Um, I. Dress the challenge with deception or influence. Yeah. It doesn't say successfully. <laughs> you tried to pass yourself off as um, a servant. Yes. So there's at least the one there. Let's go with one of that. <gasps> okay. Belief drives heritage or background. Towels. I don't even remember what your background was, but like... Sign of the Tal family, right? Fuck, I guess. I don't even know. I thought that was the cover. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cover, but Riley's in too deep now. It's it, like it's it like was, any Scorsese it, movie ever made, right? It it was covers and now it's towels. God damn it, y'all. Yeah, just take two. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> you know what happens when you disrespect towels? Uh another faction rises up and shoots you? Yeah, apparently. Or it spears you to a wall. He gets slapped. Did not. I, I don't. I think that I struggled with issues from my towels. Head on roof. I think keeping up with the towels thing, even after it was getting you like physically accosted, may count as reckless. Or just really selling it. I'm not sure. I'll give you one for that. All right. It's like four points right there. Uh, Weaver? Um, I don't know if I did any of these. Calculation conspiracy. The towel conspiracy, of course. (laughs) I went along with this. 
Goddess. And I conspired with the guard to frame someone in the kitchen for ale. <laughs> I'm not really. I mean, I think that was it. Pushing that one. I'm pushing the conspiracy on the towels, though. <laughs> sure. Take one. Belief drives heritage or background? Not really. Okay. And you have, have no any. traumas. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Blue, let's do yours so you can go sleep. Alrighty. Uh, I addressed a challenge with deception or influence. Yes, I think so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You kept addressing challenges with, with deception. <laughs> Is that two XP then? Yeah, let's do two. Uh, expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? Yes, I leaned on uh, that. Um, did not, I don't have, Blue doesn't have any uh, traumas or vices unlocked yet, so. True. Well, you got the vice, but well, yeah, no device, traumas or anything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that was a quick one. And Fang, let's go through yours. Cool. Uh, a challenge with violence or coercion. Well, I killed that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that might have been it, actually. Yeah, I think that was just the one. All right, well, there's one advancement here. Beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? Um, I didn't kill the the uh, mom or the kid. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like, I don't know that I did. Yeah, I think that might just be a one. Yep. Issues from your past or traumas? My only trauma is reckless, and I think the move there at the end was more desperate, probably, than reckless. Yeah, I think like, so. We were only getting that done if we went hard at the very end, so I yeah. don't think it works. Okay. I'll take two. I'll take my two XP and be happy with it. Okay. Alrighty. Well, like I said before, I think that's gonna be it for this season. Uh, so thank you to everybody who hung around and uh, listened to our uh, unexpectedly at first uh, increasingly towels-based shenanigans. <laughs> There's always something with us. We always have a thing. You know, like Home Alone had the sticky bandits and the wet bandits. Y'all are the fluffy bandits. That, yeah, that that name might have actually worked had we thought of it. Not on the last episode. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks also to the four of you for coming to play. Um, it's always nice getting to hang out and y'all are real rad and being able to uh, have a good outlet for frustration at the world and the way it is currently is is real good and appreciated so uh thank y'all for setting aside time to come hang out and do nerd shit with nerd friends and um i'm gonna stop recording so to all of you who are listening at home stay safe um stay nerdy and keep on rolling baby you know what time it is That Dandy podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdandypodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That Dandy Podcast. Intro music is Undeniable by Ketza. 
Outro music is Dark Alleys by Kai Engel. Both are available on the Free Music Archive. Music by Ketza can also be found on ketzamusic.com, while music by Kai Engel is available on kai-engel.com. Blades in the Dark is owned by John Harper and published by Evil Hat Productions. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder.